Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, we're Negros. I'm Emich. And I got my homeboy, the beige brother number three on the other side. Sugar, what's happening, Suge? What up? New month, new feel, and a new podcast for this week. What we got going on this week? This week, we're going to cover the uh, Puerto Rican Open, the uh, World Golf Championship, <laughs> um, the, the Arnie uh, Palmer uh, Invitational, which will take place this week, the, also the LPGA event, the Drive-On Championship. Uh, we're going to get in to the top five female rappers and R&B artists, um, minority women in golf. We're going to get into a good conversation there. Uh, and then we're going to get into the gigging song of the week by Tierra Wack called Peppers and Onions. Sneaker release. We're going to give you an update on the Jordan 4 release. And then uh, one of the most favorite sections of the podcast, what are we hating on this week? Uh, and then we'll close out the back nine with our guests. All right, and speaking of guests, hey, ladies, it's National hey. Women's Month, and so we got two special ladies with us uh, joining us. So first uh, coming up uh, is my niece, a.k.a. the Black Barbie, Sashay Shante. It sucks to be a CSU. Sorry, we won't go there. The Brow Queen, part of the high-class squad. Welcome, Ashley Knight. Welcome. Wow. Wow, greetings and salutations. Thank you for that intro. I was not expecting that. Thank you, Uncle. Sure. <laughs> and on the other side, we have TNT, Miss Turmeric herself, Miss Disruption, KOI, and she loves her pups. We got Kristen Olsen joining us. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. Welcome to the show, ladies. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So before we jump into your introductions, of course, we have that's our tiger news of the week. So unless you've lived under a rock, um, we know that tiger has been injured. Um, Last week, he had his follow up surgery to make sure there was no infection and everything. But he did reach out via Twitter. And um, he had a lot to say about the WGC. And um, it's nice to see that he's humble now because Tiger back in the day, I'm sure, was something else and maybe an asshole. Um, But the players honored him in the WGC. And um, he sent out a tweet saying, it is hard to explain how touching today was when I turned on the TV and saw all the red shirts To every golfer and every fan, you are truly helping me get through this time. So it's kind of cool to see Tiger, uh, you know, kind of be human for once and uh, give thanks. So what's your thoughts on on Tiger? I mean, I think, you know, Tiger is is he's an iconic person, an iconic brand. And I think that he means a lot to a lot of people. And I think that, you know, as you kind of get older in your career and he's had a lot of it, obviously he's had a lot of great success, but I think as you kind of grow older into your career, you start reflecting back on the, maybe the little things and the people that got you there. And I think a lot of that has to do with maybe where his mindset is. Um, you kind of saw him change a little bit too, even when he would, would be interviewed before the accident, he would kind of reflect back and say 
how much he was appreciating things. So I think, I think a lot of it is, is you know, interesting for him because, you know, I think a lot of this is going to be motivation for him to come back. I agree. Was that a uh, chime for the Tiger News over there? Nice. Or... Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. That was just just checking. You guys have thoughts on Tiger? You guys know everything he's done in his history. You know, there's a lot of people said, um, which is hateful to me. They said, oh, maybe this is some karma. He should slow down, you know, all the haters. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Ash, I'll go after you. Um, I mean, I don't believe in slowing down unless you want to slow down. Um, I mean, Tiger's been a thing since I've been a child. So, I mean, shout out to that. Um I, I do agree with Reggie that I think it's very cool that, you know, he's showing, like, a different side and, like, softening up and, like, just really, like, reaching back and, like, you know, saying, not necessarily that he has to say thank you, but just, you know, letting himself being recognized and recognizing people recognizing him. That's, because that, he comes off pretty robotic, low-key. And, yeah. I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I wonder if it's because he's so robotic is why he gets in all these like car accidents. Like this is like an ongoing thing. Well, I, would, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just think there's a missing piece, and there's some. I mean, he's had all these surgeries, and from someone that's had a million sports surgeries, like you are on a ton of uh, painkillers. Have you? I, I just watched his HBO documentary, and my brothers actually grew up playing golf. I'm not a golfer, and as we discussed, it'll be very obvious. But. Uh, it was really enlightening to see. I wasn't a super fan because I do think I think it's incredible what he's done for the game of golf. You know, obviously bringing diversity and inclusion to the table and what have you. Um, there's no disrespect there. And you, we've talked about this many times, Ashley and I, about like separating the art from the artist. Like sometimes our artists that we love the music, they don't have to be perfect people. None of us are. Uh, I, I think this that conversation is applicable here. But if you do watch the documentary, it really I, I walked away with some empathy because his childhood, his lifestyle, you know, the way his parents were with him. I mean, so much of it. And it's like Michael Jackson or any of these like extraordinary talents. Oh, you just oh. don't grow up in the regular world. So yeah. I think there's a lot more to, to even what we've seen thus far. Yeah, it's a deep dive. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a deep dive. And I, again, we talked about the the Tiger um, the, the Tiger documentary and, and we encourage all of our listeners to go out there and check that out because I think it gives okay. you a unique view into his life. And you know, Kristen, what you said, I think makes a lot of sense because, and Ashley too, what you said, I think a lot of things in his life are impacting it, maybe the way he's reacted to things. Yeah. I think that if you don't really have a full understanding of, of what someone has gone through, um, it, it's hard to, it's hard to, to conceptualize that, you know, mm-hmm. individually. Yeah. And you grow up, you look back and you're like, I did stupid things. There's not one. No one can't say that. The older you get, the more you're like, really? Okay. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to address it, that now. And it's, it, and you know, it's interesting. We, you, you mentioned this last week, but when people jump on somebody right away, the, it was like the immediate was, was he on something, mm-hmm. you know, it, that that's the wrong kind of a situation. You, everyone saw the car first yeah. is the man. Okay. Right. And, and then that should be the first question. But a lot of people I even heard talk over like the weekend on sports radio and stuff where they were immediately jumping to that. Like there were interviewers asking why there was no investigation. I think that's that's the it's just not the right time. Haters. Yeah. They don't want them in the top of that sport. You right. know, my, my mom used to say that all the time. Hey, them fools. They That's one sport that they don't want to have a brother sitting on top and. Um, she was like there sometimes it, it seems like there were some setups um, and no one was there as a guardrail to kind of help them. 
um, which is is kind of it kind of sucks. He didn't have good friends. I mean, you had Jordan and and Barkley there, and they were kind of encouraging. But I mean, they were they were them. So it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. go on your point with like they don't want you know a person of color on top to add to it. They don't want a person on top that long, that long. Mm-hmm. Like like I said before, he's been around since I was a child. So. Yeah, 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 and he's, he keeps coming back. So you know, and, and as hard as the opportunity, the thing is, I, I don't know how this sounds, but it can be an opportunity to come back once again and, and prove his resilience, as he's done many times. So, yeah. you know, I just, I, I mean, the conversation around about being on something, whether he is or not, I hope he can just heal as a human, like because surgeries and the pressures, and if you are or not on something, like whatever it is, hopefully you can just get back to your life and living your life outside of golf. Obviously. We're here to see him play golf, but there's not there's... very many of us that don't have some kind of an ailment, you know, whether exactly. it's, whether it's, you know, I mean, I, in, in my, it's my age, me, but I'm thinking about all my friends and, and some of them are taking blood pressure pills. Someone's taking cholesterol pills. We all have something that we're taking, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, regardless if, if someone is out there and had pain and you don't even know what pain people have been in. Right. So, I mean, you know, um, I haven't had that very, I've never had like a major surgery, knock on wood, broken a lot of stuff playing sports, but you know, things mess with you. Your body is what you have. And you know, you just, you never know what someone's going through. Yeah. Well, and I could say as an injured athlete, you take away the sport, you take away your identity. I was never on the level he was on, but I know that my major depressions in life came from being injured and not being able to play and compete. So I I can't even imagine the position he's in on that extraordinary of a level to have your one outlet, your one love, your one thing truly taken away. Like that in itself will send you out seeking something. Agreed. Well, that wraps up our Tiger News of the Week. So, uh, we have two ladies here, um, K.O. and uh, the Black Barbs. Um, Barbs, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, where do we start? So, name's Ashley, Ashley Simone. Um, I am a Denver native. Grew up in the Burbs, though, so went to Smoky Hill. Shout out. Um... I guess when it comes to like getting older, went to CSU for college, um, then graduated in the middle of a recession. So that was fun. So trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life there. So that's when I found aesthetics because at the time I was modeling, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that long term. So I'm like, okay, if I'm not going to do that, what is closest to it? Okay, I'll be a makeup artist. And then from there, went to esthetician school, found out I hate doing makeup but fell in love with other things within that and then have just been going on that journey ever since started my own business. Um, and yeah, just here, just trying to live, trying to adult. Trying. Nice. I'm here. <laughs> All right, KO. How about yourself? Tell us about yourself and, uh, yeah. how you got to this point. I am uh, a fellow Colorado native out here trying to help Ashley adult. Not really, but uh, I think we we take away from our adulting abilities collectively in the best ways. Uh, But fellow native went to Eagle Crest High School right up the way. Uh, I'm in North Denver now in my great great grandmother's house. So um, very deep roots in Denver. I am a longtime athlete, lacrosse in college, CrossFit 
post-college collegiate athletes, um, started a lacrosse business, started to navigate creative and strategic partnerships to help diversify the sport and help people see the sport that had provided so much for my life. Once CrossFit took off, lacrosse kind of took a backseat, but we implemented some of those like branding and marketing strategies to that community, which was very similar and had a couple like full-time corporate situations that always had this entrepreneurial angle happening. Eventually started my own consulting company and we help companies activate and market in the fitness space, which really means a lot at this point, but we started before uh, influencer marketing was a thing. So we do a lot now with aligning key voices and helping mutually beneficial relationships happen for the long term. And now we got a podcast, Turmeric and Tequila, where we help uh, inspire positive radical social evolution is our, our through line. And we're here to tell the truth and have some drinks and be the juxtaposition of all things. Nice. Well, thanks for joining. Speaking of your your brand, Barb's, um, you know, I I like to be out there and uh, protect my skin and lather up and keep my skin moist, um, you know, and so um, let's hear from your company. Hey, golfer, gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code Don't Be Alarmed at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code Don't Be Alarmed at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Right on. Thank you. Appreciate that. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Stay, safe. Stay safe by putting on that sunscreen. That's right. Especially it's getting, it's getting the sun's coming out in, in Denver. I hope it stays out. This is beautiful. Mm, um, yes. So we're going to get into a couple more questions here, but I wanted to, since, you know, we have you both here, we wanted to kind of focus some of our content on um, the aspects of, of female golf and um, where it's headed and kind of ask you guys some questions around that. So um, here's some stats that we got from uh, scholarshipstats.com. Uh, 96,000 female golfers opposed to 168,000 men are uh, participating in high school programs, but the, 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 the numbers are going up. And then um, from a college perspective, when we take it to the next level, uh, the, the gap is, is a lot closer. So it's actually, there's um, in the college game, there's 7,000 female golfers opposed to 11,000 men um, that are on scholarship. And this again, comes to us from scholarshipstats.com. And so we want to talk to you about how you, would maybe think about growing the game of golf. Um, so what is your experience with the game of golf? Let's start with that question. Oof. Okay. So my experience is kind of like, I was kind of like a vicarious experience. I watched it with my dad when he was alive. So, um, you know, man of the house, he runs what goes on the TV. So 
whatever day it was, we'd be watching golf tournaments. And, you know, just to spend time with my dad, I'd, you know, I'd ask him questions. Who's this? Who's that? Okay, what does this mean? What's that? And and my dad was actually like a really avid golfer too. So, you know, if I showed any interest, he'd just, you know, talk my ear off about how his day was golfing on the green. So that's kind of my background <laughs> in golf. I have not played on an actual golf course unless go- – uh, Top golf counts. I'm counting it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a little credit. I can hit it pretty. I can hit. I can hit the ball, and I can hit it pretty far. So, hey, maybe you'll get out there and play. What about you, yeah. Ko? Yeah. So my dad grew up playing, um, and still played as we were kids. And my brothers played. I actually have a set of clubs. Uh, my bag is like gray with pink trim. So you can just judge everything right there. And they're not, they're not that bad, but I always liked golf cause it was a sport you could play forever. Like I remember the beat, like being in the cross and college and I was like, I love this, but I can't play it forever. I'm like, I got to take up golf. And I I've, I've played on the tee, but the whole thing, I love the outfits, anything plaid and obnoxious I'm here for. Um, but the whole being quiet is the situation. But I do love our golfers in college used to be like having going to happy hour and then they go to practice. So I'm like, this is the one sport where you can like sip, wear whatever you want. You just be quiet. So I don't know how that aligns with uh, alcohol consumption and then go play and compete. And it's like, that's what it is. That's the culture. Like, I, I love it. You quiet? No. If you go golfing with us, we're not quiet. We usually <laughs> okay, have good. we have music on. Oh, and good. We're okay. drinking. And good. usually if Chocolate Twilight is with us, he's screaming. So. Or singing, one of the two. Yeah. Okay. Well, I went with the wrong. I went my. I think I've gone at least like ten times. But like with my dad, it was like three of us kids, and my. I don't think my fourth brother was born yet, and we were also wild animals. So, uh, to his credit, it was ambitious for him to take us out there. But next time I go, I'll a hundred percent be with you guys instead. Right on. Sounds good. And kind of taking some of the numbers that we gave you, and thinking about those stats, and kind of how the gender gap is closing. Like what, what do you think are some things that the game of golf can do to attract more females to play? And then um, what do you think, you know, how do they not only attract, but how do they, how do they market in a different way to make it, make it a a game where, you know, more females do want to play. That's a KO question. Well, um, I'm a major advocate of life skills through sports, particularly for our young females. I think that's massive. And this is, I think, where you can give a nod to Tiger for making the sport cool. Um, Representation, obviously, is a huge piece of the game. But, you know, his winning and then Nike getting involved and, you know, people wanted to play. It was cool. And not that it wasn't cool before, but it's it's a different kind of game. And if you don't grow up playing, it's kind of like you need a lot. It's expensive. You need, you know, a bunch of space and you need knowledge around the game. It's not like soccer where you can go out there and get it. And while I don't have a lot of experience with golf, it does parallel uh, lacrosse, which again, rich white sport. There's not a lot of kids play it. So if you don't play it young, how do you get good at it by the time you're older? Um, so I think representation is critical and then getting the sport into youth situations and exposing it at field days and just casual situations. So kids can be like, that's cool. I want to try this and then have some sort of opportunity where they can further get into it. Yeah. I also feel like going with like marketing and stuff like that. Like, I really think they need to like pump up the advertising, but with like women, like what, you know, was saying like, you know, Tiger made it cool. Okay. Well, Tiger was with like the coolest brands. So we need to say, see the same thing with women and then that'll get people to, you know, normalize seeing women 
as women golfers and then you know like buy into it so i i have not seen a woman golfer like oh wow i want to like do you can you imagine like all of like the fire like clothing lines they could make but they don't like the plaid pants i told we ordered those socks for crossfit they were so cool i i don't know if they're actually cool but we thought they were cool (laughs) (laughs) but yeah make it cool and it's so easy women are all about well you know they gender roles they always try to place on women that were all about fashion while both genders are about it but like if women are so about fashion how come they haven't claimed any fashion space in golf that is crazy yeah yeah and it, uh, it's it i think they try to push certain people but um just just the brand i i, re- I remember i think it was michelle Wee's like she was sponsored by nike for the longest time yeah. Um, and out there and, and being an ambassador and stuff and um, nowhere near like took took it to super heights like Serena did when she was with Nike and, and tennis mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, I think they're trying and the LPGA is, is doing some some cool things with the diversity and and really trying yeah. to expand on that and actually trying to um, get more women's golf out there i mean we we are actually going to cover more women's golf um on this pod um we realized that we were kind of skipping over that a little bit and uh they deserve the same coverage as men because it's golf and we love the game so uh we'll be covering that and i would say you know this is probably the one game where you know that when i kind of think of of these types of games like yard games where i think there's equal playing field now, I've seen a lot of men in my life who can't hit the ball for shit. But I've seen <laughs> women go up there and crank drives longer than dudes I've that, that are – you would look at them and say, oh, this guy can golf. No, I have seen women physically out-golf men, mm-hmm. and I think this is one of the one of the sports where it doesn't matter. You're, all the talk goes out the window. Can you hit the ball or not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I just want to <clears throat> drop this for parents. There are, there are golf scholarships available. So if you're trying to get your kid into something where there's money, there's in-game, get the business right and expose this to them. And this is something, again, you can play forever, play with them and have a beer while you watch their games. Like it's a whole thing. So there's there's college money out there. Right. And I mean, not to jump ahead because we'll get to it because we're going to talk about one of the tournaments. But man, ha- like I think education is a thing too. Like if you know, you educate the kids on like, okay, this is what golf is because I mean, for God's sakes, I went to Smoky Hill. Why would I not know what golf is? Like, of course we had golf, but it wasn't, you know, like put out there or like made cool once again. But if I had known how many scholarships were out there, I would have played golf. Preach. You know, we had a golf team at, at I went to random high school, which is no longer there. You know, it's all my, my random Raiders out there. Um, but, uh, there was, we had a golf team and I kicked myself in the ass now thinking back, like, okay, I could have, you know, I played football, basketball. Um, I wish I would have, cause golf was in a different time. Like I could have played golf. You know, there was a lot of people yeah. that I think when you talk to a lot of different minorities, um, they would probably tell you, oh, I had the opportunity to play, but I, I just wasn't my thing. There was something else I had, you know, it was, I had the access to play basketball or I wanted to play football because it was more cool. So, mm-hmm. 
And to my daughter, AJ, you hear that? I'm trying to push you to golf and and you're fighting it a little bit, but uh, let's let's get you into that. She's tall and I know she can hit the ball, man. And she? Yeah, she can. And and save dad's pockets from school. I'm not trying to call her out, but I wasn't sure if she took after her mom with, you know, snaps. No, because she's more on like the dancing side, not like you know balls and, and sporty things. Oh yeah, she's she's pretty natural at it. It's pretty pretty interesting. So I need to see this. Yeah, buy it. To the green, I'm down. Yeah, I like it. You know, golf is good for business too. Like I, I actually I want to kept my clubs because I'm like if I ever have to talk business or do business deals, as silly as that sounds, that happens. And if you're like the only female and there's like five dudes that are going for a business meeting and I'm not, I can't go because I can't play, that's a no. So. Yep, that's a good call on that. Good point. My mom right. has, so she stay ready so she don't have to get ready as well. So speaking of golf, we had a couple of tournaments last weekend. We had the Puerto Rican Open and we had the WGC. So the Puerto Rican Open, uh, the winner was Brandon Grace with the negative 19. Vegas was 18 and Murray was 16. Um, there was some crazy weather out there a couple of days, but they still shot high. And it wasn't a problem. Uh, once again, my picks were in the dumpster. Um, and so I, I I chose Thomas Peters, and he plays 15th. And my other pick and sleeper pick was Matt Wallace, and uh, he did not even make the weekend. He was cut. So uh, that was pretty bad. I think, Sugar, your your picks were in the, in the same boat. Just, just Yeah, I don't think my picks even made the – I don't even think they made the cut. You know, I w- let me ask you this, man, because when I look at the difference in the purse, right? So I know we're going to talk about the World Golf Championships in a minute, but when I look at the the amount of money and the difference of the purse, that was kind of like if you if you wanted a quick come up and you're good at golf, you went to, you went to Puerto Rico. Yes, you might be able to go out and and feel line your pockets because that the world, I mean that that purse was three million. Um, but then the the World Golf Championship was was ten point five. What do you think about that? Uh, I agree. Like if if you know that you're an up and coming golfer, the thing is, is, and a lot of them will say, "Hey, we're out here to to play and make money. That's their job." So if you didn't qualify for the WGC or you weren't ready for it, hey, go get your money. Get that paper. I'm about to leave this cast and go find my clubs right now and go hit some balls. What <laughs> I know, had I known, right? What? <laughs> good money, man. I mean, I, you got to be really good, but I mean, just think about it. Like, and you're in Puerto Rico. Just imagine winning that that tournament. You win, and then you're in Puerto Rico. I'm mine never leaves. Well, yeah. I'm going at the end of the month. I know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. This is true. You can borrow my golf clubs if you want to practice. Gladly. <laughs> I'll put them on. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and then we had the WGC. Um, players decided to rock red on Sunday to honor Tiger, which was cool. Um, the winner was Colin Marikawa. Um, He's 24 years old, super young. It was cool to see him win. Um, some young stars out there. Victor Hovland, he played well. Um, our picks out there, Brooks Kepka, he was, he was tied for second place. He played well. Um, the course was brutal, um, and a, a tough course to, to kind of play on. Um, it was interesting to see Marikawa kind of close the door and never look back. He kind of had, um, 
maybe like kind of like a tiger streak thing in it, but I think a little different. Like he just closed the door and uh, then his speech at the end where he talked about how tiger, um, you know, he wanted to honor tiger and, and tiger did so much for the sport and everything. And um, he wanted to, to wear a red shirt, but Adidas kind of dropped the ball a little bit on shipping him a red Adidas shirt, uh, which is, is cool. I mean, it was, I guess, cool. It was. Uh, I think that I'm gonna call it apparel. That's solvable. He they could have him go to a retail space and have it printed the next day. See, I've had to solve these problems before. That's that's a fired right. Everyone there. has been arguing online online about this, and they've been saying, "Hey, well, why do you have to wear red to honor him? How come they didn't make bows?" And and it was a spur of the moment kind of thing, and all this stuff. But when you're Adidas, hey man, overnight ship it, fly it in. That's your guy. He just, just won. go to an Adidas store and buy right. a red shirt and then print it that night. That's not I- even a big deal. Have a motherfucker drive it over there. Yeah, thank you. I've literally had to do this stuff. So, like, come on, man. This is like entry level conversation. What what the the effort you put in is the effort you get out. Oh, that's right. They didn't feel like they put the effort in, man. I oh. agree. It was Noted. it was interesting to see that, but I'm glad for the for the young 24 year old to to get out there and and play and solid. and he's he's solid and he's a good player and I'm hoping he keeps the pressures off of of the media and stuff off of him so that he can just go out and play. Cause his iron play is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, he fixed his putting over a little while and, and has gotten better. Um, but my picks for that tournament was, was Kepka. So he came in second. That's good. Um, I had Kevin Kisner. He came in 41st, John Ron 32nd and female 14th. So not too bad. You know, I had, had, uh, uh, Kepka up there. Uh, DeChambeau placed decently at 22nd and I don't know what's going on with DJ. I mean, he, he was the number one golfer in the world and he's, he's Thumbs not up. shot well over the last two tournaments. He plays 54. Uh, so, you know, maybe he'll get it back, but I, I, I agree with you. Uh, Brooks, I had up there because he looked good. Like he was playing really good golf. And every time that they kind of got close, um, you know, the, the door was shut. Colin shut that door every time. Um, I had Tony Finau, I had Jason Day and Rory, and then um, Sung J M. You know, was up there for me as well. But you know, these it, again, it, we talked about this. That was going to be a difficult course. It wasn't going to be about you know your. It wasn't going to be if you can hit the ball long. It was going to be if you could get on the green and if you could putt. And Morikawa did that better than anybody else. You know. Yep. So speaking of hitting the ball long, we have the Arnold Palmer International coming up this weekend. So give us a little background on that, Sugar, about where they're playing, where it's being covered, the uh, person, all that. Well, this uh, this tournament, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, is going to be played at the Bay Hill Golf Course, which is in uh, Bay Hill, Florida, which is not that far from Orlando, for those who know. Uh, this course was built in 1961. Um, it's it's a tough course, uh, as E mentioned. It's it's a long course. Uh, there's a great field of talent, which is good because last week you kind of had everyone. There was golfers that were split between some of the tournaments. I think this one you're going to get a really good field of folks. Um, and I think uh, when you uh, when you look at the course, it's 270 acres. The course is uh, just over 73. 100 yards long so again you know i think uh guys that 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 hit the ball long are going to do well here but not only hit the ball long you got to hit the ball straight 
So no mistakes. They'll get you a dub and we'll see what happens. So why don't we go back to you for some of the, uh, what, what, uh, what are you thinking on the winners? E? Um, so, um, I don't know if our ladies, have you guys, you guys studied this, right? And you guys looked at the Arnold Palmer. Did you, did you guys check that or no? I had picked a couple people. Okay. Well, I, you know what? I did. I want to, I want to hear your picks before I get to mine. Cause mine have been dumpster fires lately. So, well, you know, we're going to, this is just someone filling out like a lottery card. Cause I went with, I'm just going to share some love with my humans from Colorado. So, uh, shout out to Wyndham Clark. Is he good? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pick he's he's consistent he's, i like it okay he's from denver colorado so we're gonna throw him on the list denver uh mark hubbard okay eh? yeah okay we're okay. throwing we're throwing this some yeah. love in the air sure uh and those are the only two i found from colorado so that was my entire list was two humans i need these guys to show up strong okay i like it barbs what about you so i chose jason day um Mainly just like a shout out to like, you know, RIP to my dad, but like he was really good when me and my dad used to watch. So got Jason Day up there. Um, Ricky Fowler, solely because I support his porn stash that he has. <laughs> um, I did I miss this guy? Okay. <laughs> it's comedy. <laughs> the whole- I, love a, I love a character, so I should have wrote him down as well, but okay. <laughs> And then um, Sanjay M. So kind of like my diversity pick. I also saw that he won the Honda Classic last year. So I'm hoping that March might be his lucky month. So we'll see what he can do. Also, like, I read that he was, like, just, like, a really dope, like, rookie. Like, he just had, like, a really intense rookie season or something, like, if, if it's a season. I'm a football person. Please forgive me. Oh, it's all good. Uh, Sunjay is is Red's guy. He he's he's picked him a couple of times and mentioned him a couple of times. Yeah. But um, and, and he's I mean he he's there. I mean he's he's got a he's he's got a consistent game. And I think when you even look at some of the odds. So let's talk about who's let's talk about some of those. So you guys made your picks. Um, and you know, uh, Rory is the favorite according to uh, PointsBet, Colorado dot com at eight to one. Uh, let's see. Um, someone mentioned uh, Hovland. He's twelve to one. Sung J M is twenty two to one. Let's see what. Uh, hey, oh, who what was the what was the person you named? What was his name again? Uh, there was two. My list was well. There was uh, Hubbard. Compact. It was Windham Clark. Okay. W Y N D H A N. I might not even be saying his name correctly. Oh, Windham. I got you. Windham. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm very phonetic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then he, Mark Hubbard. He's a hundred. Uh, Wyndham is a hundred to one. Okay. Oh, okay. And then what would you say in uh, Mark Hubbard? Yeah. I'm keep looking for him, but he's, he's <laughs> not, he's kind of further down on the list, but Hey, you never know what's going to happen with them. You, know, you could make a lot of money then if a miracle happens. So that's true. He can. He is, uh, I'm, he is kind of further down that list. <laughs> but I, okay, I mean, well, Mark, I believe in you, man. <laughs> but hey, if you if you heard it here, if if he wins, man, I, you should yes. have put that money down. Put it down. Um, Denver can show up strong. That's right. So for me, I mean, I think I'm gonna go with I, I'm gonna go with my man Sung J M. I think I'm gonna put him up there. Um, I'm also going to put Rory up there. 
Um, I think Rory is he's he's been frustrated a little bit. I think that's it's always a good thing because it makes you hungry. And then I also like I'm I, I got to put my man Tony. I got to put my man Tony Finau up there until he wins one. So, I like it. That's, oh man. Yeah. Well, oh, one thing I wanted to tell you guys. So I think this tournament is going to be a little bit different than most tournaments we've actually seen on TV too because you know there's uh they're allowing fans this time. So there's going to be about 25% capacity. Um, and, and this was the last tour event last year before everything got locked down from COVID. So I think when you look back retrospective, you know, I think it's a great thing that we're in a place where, you know, people can go and watch these events safely. And I think that that's hopefully it continues. What do you guys think about that? Well, I, I, I have a question. Do you think it's going to be like waste management wild? No, no, no tournament will ever match up to the wildness of the people's classic at the waste management. Nothing. Wait, can I just get a quick prep? Why is that? What's up with the waste management? Because if I'm going to go to a golf tournament, I'm probably going to select that one. But like, what's what's the vibe? Like, why? The waste management is basically opening the golf season. It happens late February ish time or actually early February, late January time. And it's in Scottsdale and they have the notorious 16th hole where it has like you imagine bleachers and everything around all these holes and thousands of people. And it's basically a big um, golf Mardi Gras party where you go and you just have a good time and um, you party at night, you play golf during the day and then you go watch the tournament um and they depending on what ticket you get is all you can drink and eat um oh, and okay. you see a lot of crazy things there and uh, it's just a good time and the golfers the pro golfers embrace it and they they encourage you to scream on the 16th and have fun and be loud and um i've been down there a few times and i know barb wants to get down there yeah i, I will go with you i'm here for this tournament okay That's- if you have time, go look at, go look up, like, um, just go look up the tournament on YouTube. And I would say there's got to be TikToks every- or something. Oh, oh yeah. You can yeah, see yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Noted. Noted. I had some friends at it. I didn't get what it was, but they were posting it, and it looked like more of a party, so I didn't get it, but now it's come, now I have an understanding. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we will be in attendance. We'll see y'all there. Done. Adult spring break. Literally, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, so back to the uh, Arnie Palmer. Um, you know, it'd be cool to have your your fans there. Um, don't rush it. We want safety. Um, but I think the golfers would like to have someone cheering them on. Also, I think they miss the fans. Um, it's kind of a cool thing to do. Um, so, the past winners of this, Rory. Uh, Molinari and Hatton. So my pick is Rory. Um, I just think he's solid. Um, but my other pick is Victor Hovland. He's young and he's playing super well. Um, and he's, he's showed that he has, um, just a forgetful memory in golf. When you mess up, you can come back and get to that next shot and play because, uh, he dropped a few shots on one day and still was up there. Um, and then it'd be cool to see Jordan Spieth kind of do something. Um, he's been on the come up. He's got his game back. 
um, and been working hard. And then um, Big Dick Rick, Ricky Fowler is what they call him, um, the people's <laughs> champ. Um, yeah. That's the porn stash. That's the porn stash guy, you know? And oh, so, that's like a whole thing then. Okay. Yeah. This so, is like the, oh, okay. I look for him to make a comeback. He needs to get back on track. Um, it's kind of like he looks like he's lost his confidence, and that's not Ricky at all. Um, he used to be a motocross guy, and he still is. He's motocross, and he just happens to play play golf really well. Um, he's the one that brought the bright colors and the flat bill hats to golf when he was a youngster. And so he, I'm looking for him to bounce back and kick some ass. And then uh, shout out to Harold Varner the third. Want to throw a brother up there? See yeah. if he can do something. He plays well. Um, you know, see see pipes twenty. Back to Ricky for a moment, man. Ricky, yeah. on, and not only is bringing all that to the game, but he's also bringing CBD for to the game and trying to use that as uh, as a, a natural healer instead of you know you know instead of medication so i don't know if that has something to do with it i think i kind of mentioned this in the past but he's getting some negative press from some of his from some of his uh, sponsors and stuff so you know i uh shout out to ricky man you keep doing your thing you 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 fight for what you believe in and you bring that to the game of golf if it helped you out so fuck everybody else big dick rick do you like a hot button issue i thought we were Oh, we're good. I'm we're good, but I'm just saying, man. Rick, do your thing, man. This is a shout out to you. You that Heck we yeah. appreciate what you're doing, man. You 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 know, rage against the machine, brother. Yes, indeed. So now we made our picks there. Um, let's go and chat about the women's tournament, the drive on championship. The LPGA tour is having a tournament called the Drive On Championship. <laughs> Oh, are you okay over there? Did something happen? Oh, <laughs> uh, we can we can hear everything Remix. that's going on over there, Barb. Are you okay? Oh, me? Oh, yeah. We can. Something. That was. I don't on. think that was her. Oh wow, that's what crazy. Huh? Okay. Well. I mean, I'm going to take responsibility. You Whoa! Know, I hear it. You hear it again? Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's uh, switch to the drive-on championship. Um, Reg, give us a little history on this uh, LPGA event. This is actually the first time this event uh, will um, take place. It's going to take place at the uh, Golden Ocala Golf Course, which is in Ocala, Florida. Uh, this course is 6,526 yards long. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a shorter course, but... I think, again, you know, this is one of those ones that's going to challenge the the field that's there. Um, there's no, like I said, like I mentioned, there's no previous winner. Um, this tournament will be covered on the Golf Channel, so we encourage you guys to go out there and check that out. Um, this, uh, this, this tournament is for 500 points uh, towards the CME Globe, and that's the, the championship at the end of the year. And the one thing that I that I want you guys to think about, and I would love to hear your perspective on this, is we kind of talked about some of the tournaments earlier and what the prices, you know, what the purses were for that. The purse for this tournament is only one point five million, and that's split between all the golfers. So just think about that, and and let's let's hear your perspective. Uh, to me, it's frustrating because it's starting to sound like um, women's basketball because. Mm-hmm. They don't make no money. Like, 
the last time I like looked into it or like heard um, a basketball player, female basketball player speak, um, I think she said she made about like sixty or seventy thousand dollars, and I was like, "Excuse me, yeah, what?" Yeah. Well, the NBA, the WNBA has had a really tough time. Uh, I think with the infrastructure and the NBA is like notoriously very progressive. I think they are better than most of all the professional sports. But the women, I mean, it's a business game. At the end of the day, you need sponsors, you need butts and seats, and you know, clearly, I'm arguing for equality on all levels, uh, particularly in pay and women's sports. But when you look at the business numbers, you see why it's not that way. So I think it's got to, it's the chicken and the egg. We need both things. We need people showing up. We need people demanding more. We need businesses stepping in. Um, and then, because until that happens, businesses aren't going to step up and sponsor situations until we have eyes on the game and views. So we need like a female Tiger Woods to come out and make this situation, which I think we have had that. Uh, but the business side is progressing. They want like this cool, sexy individual. And that's not necessarily always female golfers. Like let them be what they are and like broadcast it the way it is. But I do think there's evolutionary space in, in the, on the business sponsorship side. So uh, it sucks, but you, you see the business because that's what it is. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it sucks. Um, they play just as, as hard as the males and they do their thing and they travel around. And, uh, you know, I just we, we're hoping for equality and, and better pay for for these athletes also because they're athletes. And, uh, you know, we want to go there. So with yeah. them playing and um we asked everyone to to kind of take a look and we're we're educating ourselves more into women's golf. So uh, let's hear everyone's picks for this tournament. So uh, let's go with you, K.O. I, did, I actually didn't have women's picks for this one. Oh. Uh, was there anyone from Denver? Because I'll give them equal Denver love. No. If so. That's uh, cool. Nope. <laughs> okay. I'd love to see it. Yeah. It's it. You know, for me. I chose Lexi Thompson. Um, she's had two top 10 finishes in the first couple of events of the year. Um, Danielle Kang, she's been working on her game. She came in second at the Diamond Resorts this year. Um, Nellie Corda just won the last week and is playing well. So those are my three picks. Um, I'm sure in watching this weekend, I'll have um, more um, picks to add um, on the next tournament. So what about you, Shug? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had Lexi, uh, Lexi Thompson up there as well. And then um, uh, a Kelly quarter. Those were my two picks. Um, Kelly has been playing some really good golf. Uh, and I think when you kind of look at the the leaderboard or some of the other tournaments that, that, um, you know, they've happened this year, these two are consistent. They're, they're up there. They're, you know, they're playing some really good golf. So, you know, good luck to the ladies this weekend. Yeah, shout out to them. For sure. So, um, you know, we 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 love golf and we like to look good out there on the golf course. And so what better way than to have fashion by golf gents? We all need practice, so why not practice in style? Golf Gents has the dopest gear for the weekend golfer. From the wasted hat line to the master's line, Golf Gents has you covered. For being a friend of Don't Be Alarmed, use code WASTED and receive 20% off your order. Head on over to www.golfgents.com. (laughs) 
Nice. Golfgents.com. Hit them up. So, with women, and we were talking about women in golf, there was an article out there on LPGA.com, um, and its name was I Am My Parents' Daughter. And it's um, about Ren- Renee Powell, who is the second African-American player to play on the LPGA Tour and pioneer um, her way through golf and everything. And, and she was on the tour from 1967 to 1981. And there were some events uh, with racism and equality that happened during her time in golf. Um, but a really good article. We ask you to check it out on LPGA Tour. It's called I Am My Daughter, My Parents' Daughter. So I uh, want to get your guys' perspective on the article and um, see what you guys think. I don't recall this. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> was this, I, I, that, I read the agenda, I swear. So that, that article, um, that article, we, uh, that article we talked about, I think um, it was in our, our show notes from a previous show, but the, basically the, the article was kind of talking, uh, as E mentioned, it was, um, you know, the, the, I guess the trials and tribulations that, that, um, she had to go through in terms of to play golf and to try to, you know, um, you know, overcome barriers. So we've always kind of talked about, you know, trying to find acceptance in a place where you can't, right. And how she pioneered and fought through and, and she did it with grace. And I think that's the one thing that a lot of people, when you, when you, when you read that article, um, she did it with so much grace because there's a lot of people that can be bitter, through a lot of personal strife and, and anguish when you're trying to play the game you love and you're good at and people want you to play. Um, she talked about stories of having to, you know, she would, she would go out and play and she would win or she would be doing really good, but then she can't go to the reception afterwards because she's a, you know, she is a black woman. So I think the article kind of walks you through that and kind of how, you know, her parents instilled the values in her, to 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 be determined to play that game and to not give up. So that's that was really the gist of the story. And so, and oh, go she, ahead. Uh, she played from seventy to eighty one. That's that's a long time to, to persevere, especially under those circumstances. That's amazing. It's not that long ago when you think about it. Right. right. I mean, eighty one. That's not too far ago. That was that in was crazy life. in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even in the Tiger documentary, they when the um I don't know if it was the board or like the, the main governing body of the L, of the tour was was publicly reprimanding him. And I as they were saying it, like I was physically uncomfortable before they really unpacked it, which they did in the documentary. And I appreciated that. But it was like they were talking to him like a child and it was weird. And I can only imagine that again, 20, 40 years ago. Uh like the level of that towards a woman of color and in golf. And it, I don't know, I was grossed out. That was when I think was that like five or 10 years ago. So with tiger, so I couldn't even imagine what it was like 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. And, and it's so much. So um, the article highlighted that, you know, when she was younger, she was dealing with racism and she couldn't play on courses and stuff that her dad um, got with investors and opened up the golf course and actually it's the Clearview golf course in East Canton, Ohio. 
Um, and that golf course is now on the National Registry of Historic Places in Ohio. So it's still there. Um, and it's kind of cool. So that's part of her history. Um, wow. And it's and crazy it that, that they had to do that, you know, raise money so that she could they could have a course to go to. Mm-hmm. And if you're ever in that area and you get a chance to go play that course, go do it. That's a that's a that's a piece of history that you're playing on. That's amazing. Amazing. Yep. So I love sneakers and love shoes, as my niece knows. And so we're going to get to the golf sneaker of the week. Um, Kiss my converse. And so um, everyone knows we got the Air Jordan 4 golf shoe dropping tomorrow. And um, it's going to be a tough one. The price is 220 um, and it's going to be a hot commodity for <laughs> for all the sneaker re- resellers. Yeah. Um, I'll be up at at seven thirty, making sure my Wi Fi is rebooted. Yep. Yes, I'm ma'am. Like, AM. I'm going to be like freeway. Early. I'm going to be there early, early, <laughs> early, early. Oh wow! Okay. And right. uh, it's on Nike.com, not through the sneakers app. Um, and and speaking of this sneaker thing so uh this week the news came out that the nike vice president who was over the sneaker app um and hebert and her son got into a little hot water her son was using uh her american express card to buy sneakers and was reselling them and he bought somewhere the tomb of one hundred and thirty three thousand dollars worth of shoes and reselled it and he was making like 600k a month paid paid I don't see the problem. Well, um, there's a problem. There's a problem because <laughs> how it's a hundred K in your card a month or whatever. What? Well, so how is she letting that happen? One. And then two, she's over the sneaker app, which everyone, and I mean, everyone has problems getting sneakers from, but all of a sudden Joe <laughs> is getting all this money and able to get all these sneakers somehow. So he could say it's a bot or whatever, but I smell something. And Nike has said that, that you know, they're, they do not have any connection with his LLC and they're investigating, but she stepped down. And if nothing was, you know, if everything was straight, why'd you step down? Why'd you step down? You just got a punk ass kid under the bus. Oh, I, oh, I think she was in on it. I mean, I, okay. I, how can you not be in on it if that, if that's your so yeah. let me tell you this anytime that you're and and and, and you know this isn't this isn't my uh <laughs> this isn't in my hate section of the week but it might it might be next week because if you are doing anything from a corporate standpoint the accountability on your corporate card is um is you know it, it it's tidy white you know, if yeah. you cannot do anything wrong, if you do anything wrong, it's going to show and you better be able to button up everything that's on there. So if you cannot account for anything that's that is not on there and what's paid for, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Screwed. Yeah, it's a little shady. I don't know. I, I truly do think it might have been just like a little family side hustle. <laughs> that's what it sounds that, like. That, exactly. But I mean, I can't really skip over the undertones of what you got going on over there, Uncle. Like you sound like a little perturbed. Oh, I'm hating on anyone that's tied to the sneaker app because <laughs> I have been buying sneakers my whole life. And 
when I first got the sneaker app, it was easy for me to get these releases. And you can ask any sneakerhead right now, like if you have been on that app for a long time, we're getting hated on and it sucks, right? To, to have to, to deal with that shit. And, and Nike should make enough for everybody. When I grew up, there was enough for everybody. If you got the money, Hey, pay me my money. But now they're playing into this whole sneaker thing and yeah. all of them are doing it. Adidas, New Balance, everybody. And it's, it's just a pain in the ass. I'm, I got a closet full of shoes, plenty as any collector would or whatever, but it's, it's old. I wonder what the whole like, back end is for like these major companies because if you sell it at 220 but it's going to be resold for who knows how much they're not making that extra money so what's the point of doing all of this well because i think they're keeping it cool like they're they're manipulating something that was authentic and real that that was there and now they're trying to make it a robotic situation it's like underground hip-hop where it's like now all of a sudden it's in the light and it ruins it for everyone but they're trying to take this authentic it's cool because it's cool and now they're limiting supply to increase demand like they're making it like a harvard function of an yeah. algorithm it's gross yep, yeah it is yep. and the people that that might they might have saved up to get these right or to get whatever sneaker releases out there and they're not able to do it because of situations like this that's where i think it's that's where i think it's wrong um and that's why i think she knew about it because you submit your own credit card charges it's not yeah. like it's Look. not like you know it's not like hey my admin is going to do this for me because your admin is going to ask you well let's get the receipts where are these coming from yeah she knew what she knew what was up it's family business well i mean and if that's your how you're gonna make that much money i'm assuming her paycheck was much larger than that but like take that skill set and make it in a legit fashion like apply it to something else like have your son start his own company legitimately and i don't know i feel like there's a there's a right way to that's a skill set like monetize it the right way right yep i agree well fuck them yeah i hope i I get my jays tomorrow have you guys watched uh, some of the documentaries on like sneakerhead and the business, like the old school, like how it started with basketball programs and like the whole marketing behind it and all that? Yes. There's some good ones. It's insane. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of it, it on is, Netflix. Actually. It's insane. I should probably have been on one of them. I did have a problem, <laughs> an issue for a while. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, and it's, I think when you even, it's addictive man it's Hell, like any it's like anything it's like anything else if you get a tattoo you're gonna get you're not just gonna have one if you if you're a sneakerhead, you're gonna have boxes and boxes of shoes shit you might even have closets dedicated to shoes where you gotta explain to your you know significant other or you know people in the house like you gotta move your shit because i gotta put my shit in here easy that easy I know a like what's that. the problem easy. i set up a new i'm not on y'all's level but i set up a new shelf last night um but i we maintained the addiction we tap now, out what was it though it's not nike's it is it sorrel no no it's well we have the sorrel addiction but it's wedge sneakers and then i have wedge boots um uh, some of, but the ones i want there's really not that many so once i get them and it's like poshmark i have to find them but they're not even like new releases God, so love- there's only so many but mm-hmm. i feel you nice so, with it being ladies uh, month, um, we put a challenge out there. We want you guys to give us the top five female rappers and top five female R&B singers. It doesn't have to be in any order. Um, so, actually, I will go first because I mean, I'm, I'm really interested okay. in hearing what everyone else says. But mine are, I want to see where mine align first. 
so I can say put them out there and then I I want to want to go from there. I'm sure we're going to have some discussion. So top five female rappers for image Lauren Hill. And this is not in any order. Lauren Hill. Um, she was a part of the, the Fugees and she had a few albums, even though she has some personal issues. She's still hardcore. Um, you listen to that to this day and still goes hard. The brat doesn't get her credit. She goes hard. Yes. Functified. She, she sold a ton of records over, even male rappers. So she was getting it. Um, I'm going to put um, Queen Latifah up there. I like Queen. She's always been smooth with it, um, doing a lot of stuff. And Ladies First, I remember watching you on TV Raps and that came on. And, I, and then she featured Moni Love and um, it was cracking out there. Um, MC Light went hard being on the East Coast and, you know, she did her thing. And then the last one is Little Kim. So Little Kim was the first nasty female rapper, really. Well, kinda, but she was for us. She we were like, whoa, she blew us away. And people got to remember, she's a rapper, and she's in the room with arguably one of the greatest rappers, right? Right. In Biggie, yeah. so she had to do that. So my honorable mentions are Raw Digga, Missy, Foxy, Remy Ma, and Trina. Nice. So, so let's uh do we want to do the rappers and the singers together all together or let's just do rappers first let's do rappers first separate. all right separate so i want to hear let's let's go with uko then then you barb and then you okay. bring it up the rear shook you you were with some of like some of the founders i have to say my probably favorite group of all time salt and peppa uh that was literally my first cassette tape and to this day i actually got to see them two years ago uh, live and oh like that was big on my childhood um missy elliott one of the only ones in the hall of fame which we can argue that all day but uh business right rap right i'm, I'm here for her and lauren hill I, I put her down too and i would put her she's arguably one of the better um uh singers as well so i think she covers both the boxes and to me, it's not, it, I mean, if you ask me like favorite food, I like the human behind the brand and like how they encompass all things. Like I know we're talking specifically about rap, but I just have to go for my humans that check some boxes on a few levels. Um, Lisa Lopes from DLC. I think she was overlooked so hard as far as rapping and she didn't have a long time to rap. So I got to give her a little nod. Uh, little Kim also. I just have to say that 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 was one of my crushes. That was my crush from TLC. I have to say that Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Okay, was, that's it. You don't that's care if she would. Yeah. I don't care how crazy she was. I was, you know, <laughs> that was my boo. Back deserved it. We yeah, could so. we couldn't have worked out if she was burning sneakers like that. It ain't gonna work, boo. We could have. Hey, we could have had a fire pit. You know, throw the shit in the fire. There you go. It's, you know, we don't know what he did. We don't know how bad it was. He might have deserved burned shoes. True. That's the truth. Andre Rising was crazy. Let's let's be honest. You don't know what gaslightingness well, was going on in that home. Guys. I mean, crazy attracts crazy, so I think it is, you know, complimentary. So we'll just give them both a thumbs up and let that be. Yep. Uh who the- else did I have? I think that was that five? Yeah, you said Lil' Kim was your last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hard I to argue I'll, that. I, I just want to say this. I, I like all my new girls. And I wish and I'm glad to see there's a little more of a collaborative effort back in the day. It's like just little Kim and then it's just this. Like it always there's always to be one female rapper. Like I'm glad to see a little bit more of a collab and, and respect for one another. Agreed. So uh, I'm glad that we're doing not in this is not in any order, but um I am a connoisseur of anything from Virginia, so it's Missy Elliott all day. Love Missy Elliott. Hey! That's where I'm (laughs) Of course. What? Of course. It all sounds the same. It's fine. Um, I also put Hill because, I mean, my God, she rap. And um, I have to, you know, bring the rear since I'm the youngest here, but I love Megan Thee Stallion. She can rap rap. I'm sorry. Megan the Stallion's in the top five. She can rap, rap. I love her specifically because, like, the cash shit she be talking is how I used to feel when I was in my early 20s. Like, yes. Talk your <laughs> shit, Meg. Yes. <laughs> She's a real rapper, too. She got shot. She can rap. It. Look. In her pinky toe. <laughs> like, three times. <laughs> you shot me in my pinky toe. Yeah. <laughs> So shout out to Megan. I can't, I can't not. Um, I love, love, love Rhapsody. My God. I saw her at a big crit show and who I've heard her music, but like her in person, man, she kills it. She's just amazing. And then um, I might get a lot of flack for this, but I really like it when Beyonce raps. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like, oh, this you like know I'm a fan. This is, Drake. this is the same thing as Drake, man, that we had last week. You I'll applaud your loyalty. One or the other. <laughs> I'm not even loyal to Beyonce, but like she just got like that deep voice and like when she talks her shit, she talks her shit. I'm winning. <laughs> okay. Um, sugar, on to you, please, sir. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we're we're gonna get into to this list that was here. Fly by. Um, yeah. Pipes from last week and uh, the Drake and the all right. I'm gonna let that roll. I'm gonna let it roll. I'm just gonna give you all my list. Raw Digger, no particular order. Raw okay. Digger, MC Light, Roxanne, because I felt like she was the first female that would battle anybody. Mm-hmm. She was cold blooded. Yep. Remy Ma, oh. Missy Elliott. Like Those it. are my top. Like it. I'm gonna put Rage in there because I thought she was hard. She went. She went with the Death Row cats and went toe to toe with them. Yeah, you have to be hard and, if you're uh, rapping next to Snoop. Exactly. And I gotta, I gotta put Queen Latifah up there too because she was, you know, she she's been she's been an artist that has done it over decades, and then um, now she's a cold blooded action star. So those are those are two of my business woman. Yeah. I got you T Y. Yes. So right, we get to the R&B. Yeah, let's do it. So I mean, Where you at, Uncle? All right. Well, we got Whitney number 1. I mean, I was going to say if that doesn't come out first, mm-hmm. I got to get out of here right now. Whitney, okay, like turn it off. Shut yeah, it down. Whitney is good. I I put Beyoncé up there. Uh she goes hard with the singing, for sure. Singing and dancing. Uh I, this is not Check the rap it. category. Checking the temperature. It's okay. fine. Uh I put MC Miss Butterfly Mariah Carey on that list. She goes hard. Vision of Love when she she sang that on Arsenio Hall when I was young. Mm-hmm. It it took me somewhere. So I appreciate her. Uh <laughs> Shaka Khan, 
Woo. Yeah. I love I love me some Shaka. And then my my fifth one is a combination because I I couldn't could not have these people on the list, but I got Patty Labelle, Diana Ross, and Aretha Franklin, and so they're the bases. Now my sleepers are great, right? So Coco from SWV, I love her voice, and she can she can hold it down for people. Monica goes hard. Uh, Do you mean Gunica? Uh, Gunica, yeah, I I like that. You know, ATL, um, Jill Scott, mm. beautiful soulful voice. Erica Badu, mm-hmm. and then bringing up the rear is Brandy. I wanna be down. Okay. Oh, see that's that, that that's his. It's a boo. Oh, he, that's his one. He loves Brandy. Oh, good. Okay, okay. No, Brandy is terrible. <laughs> Ray J has a better voice than she does. Oh, Ray yep. J's fired. Ray J's so fired. Hey, at you least Ray J. Kim. At least Ray J made Car- the Kardashians famous. But did oh. he? Oh. I'm just playing. Hey, so that's who we got to blame. We got to blame him. We got to. We have to blame Ray J for the Kardashians. We really do. We really and do. then, we really. But I'm just gonna take uh, uh, Eric. Man, come on! I knew you were gonna put Brandy on your list. I know. I, I want to be it. down. Lonely and broken hearted with Wanye, a classic. Come on, Reg. Not appreciate the nineties. What happened? No, I think her songs are self fulfilling prophecies. Oh, uh oh, yikes! I'm sorry, but you. Uh, if we go down that road, you could also say the same thing about Mary J. Blige. Like that's. Ooh. I don't know if that's fair. That was gonna. No one said Mary J. Blige. Oh well, she was on my list, favorite. but she, I mean, I might have slipped that. But yeah, she she should have been on my list. She she went Just hard saying. too. Yes. Sorry. I got you. All right. Next. Who wants to go next? I'll go last. Ashley, you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, God <laughs> so once again, not in any particular order, um, Aaliyah, but that was like, once again, my childhood and my God, the range in her voice. And she was beautiful, had her little dances going on. And my God, I think she died when I was in middle school, it was a whole thing. It was really, yes. really sad. And to be honest with you, I think that's probably why like, I didn't really care too much for Beyonce until I got older because my favorite R&B artist passed away. So I was like, eh, what is this? So Aaliyah's first. Get, Get him out. So after Aaliyah, I also put down Don Richard. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar or remember, but she was in Danny D. Kane. Yes. So, oh, okay, 90s TRL. Okay. Her voice one, beautiful. Number 2, got some serious vocal skills. Number 3, she's made her own look, I'm not going to say she made her own genre, but she kind of does like techno R&B, but she makes it cool for people of color because like there's techno R&B, but it's only like white people, but she kills it. It's amazing. I'm going to send y'all the albums. Yes, please. Um, next is Tiana Taylor. Love her. Love her voice. Love like, and I mean, you know, she's been trying so hard to like make it like she's a very, very hard worker. Very, very hard worker. She's very, very creative and she can sing. So shout out to her and rap and rap. So, and then obviously we got Whitney Houston. I mean, what do you say besides Whitney Houston? And then you move on. And the last person pulling up the rear, I'm just going to be the young one on the show, but I love her. She plays all these yeah. 
confidence. She has an amazing voice and she's so young. We're going to be hearing from her for a long, long time. Yes. She is. I, I love her music. Yeah. Such an old soul, too. Like, you can see it in her. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why I connect, because I'm like, all her music, I'm like, yes, amen. Yeah. Yeah. The photograph. Uh, obviously, Whitney Houston. Um, I, yeah, I was worried. I thought at your party, we do karaoke, and Whitney was going to come on, and she might come out of the group and be like, no, okay, no, no, no. We're not singing oh, here. No. Uh, <laughs> it went to be good. Uh, I got to go with Mary J. Blige, uh, Aretha, of course, Patti LaBelle, all of the original, uh, Edith James. I mean, there's so many there that you can't look over. Diana Ross and all this. I mean, basically every female from Motown and male. Um, Tony Braxton. Did anybody say Alicia Keys? Mm. Oof. Um mm. I vote yes on her voice. I, you know, had to pass after the whole Swiss Beats thing. But, you know, that goes back oh. to the conversation of, like, separating the artist from the personal life. Okay. Mm. Not, like, the music kind of went downhill after. I'm sorry. I had to say it. Mm. I think she's got, I think she's very talented. But I think her personality and what she focuses on messes everything up. And I have a personal account of that. Mm. Oh, can we hear can we hear this i'm, I'm curious um, yeah i mean so i i work for an organization who we uh we sponsored um we sponsored a program we brought certain artists to a place where actually she went to school um and there were issues around if she wanted to perform in front of the of, in front of everyone or she wanted to have it recorded and then play that oh so okay. what, what I had an issue with, and, and again, I don't want to get into the specifics of it, was, look, you, you're you here. You are already in the place where we are having this event. Yeah, Just go do the event live. It's going to mean so much to these kids who they have, they know someone's here. They see all of the activity going on. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was amazing to me that she was like hesitant and she wanted to not do it in front of everyone. So to me, I saw a Hmm. different side of, of her and I don't, again, I don't want to get into the specifics or, you know um, but it just left a very negative experience for me. And I just feel like that, that translates to who she is as a person. And I think that's translated into her career. So, okay. I, I worked at Reebok for a hot second and Swiss came out. We had this global conference. I don't even know if I should be saying this on the mic, but whatever. Um, and he, she was obviously there. She did perform, but that's a pretty massive production and whatnot. Uh, but we would hear a lot with artists and, you know, certain functions that were being planned, the back end of how they were treating people. And I think, again, in this day and age, that transparency on how you act and, and engagement, I do think there is to say they've got a ton of pressure and then if it doesn't go well that that recording gets out there's like some two things to it but i do think the energy you put out at every moment it comes out like so and now more than ever shit's on tiktok it's more transparent than ever so that's a situation and just like i said i like knowing about the whole i the people i nominated as much as i could see i like like the whole vibe not just the talent so i hear yeah, that totally respect that um my top five for um for r&b artists um Aaliyah is for me is is up there um I just, when I heard her voice, man, that, that did it for me. I was like, she, I was always like, I was just infatuated with just the voice. And then I actually saw her as a person in her perform. 
she was very um she was a very classy person i think she was well ahead of her time um and she was lost too early um i think she would have been one of the greatest of all time if she would have been able to i think she is one of the greatest of all time but i think that if she had more time to put out more albums you would have seen the the depth of her of her artist ability um jill scott i think to me is uh she's a beautiful person i love hearing her voice she's soulful and i uh i love listening to her so that's why i put her on my list beyonce to me is the queen i think she does it better she's a great performer um she i think she is uh, she does the she's a well-rounded artist that that she she can pick up on the times and she can she can she's like a chameleon she can she can dance she can sing she can blend in you know she took the lead and and um i think you know destiny's child i think there was no she was the clear-cut runner of that you know but i think she took she took her career and made the best of it man and, and it's just beautiful to see mary j blige um and then mariah carey i remember my parents uh, listening to Mariah Carey when her first album came out and we used to take these long road trips and my mom used to, she would be like, all right, play it again. Just, it's going to, she would just let the tape flip, flip, flip. And that's all we would hear the whole road trip. So, you know, I have a, a appreciation for Mariah Carey, um, Diana Ross, and I'm going to put one up there because this is, I think she's a great entertainer. I think that um, she's had a very long lasting career and she's made something out of, everything she's been given and that's j-lo i think she's talented me i said i think j-lo's talented man i don't i don't i'm not saying i said these are my runner-ups well i mean I she I, came from J-Lo's in living color to what she is now i give her that for sure she was i'm not saying she's a great art i'm not she saying she's great she worked she yeah. worked hard and, and for sure. hard work pays off yes indeed especially but when she's squatting her. in that gym yes sir. Not the inauguration i get it but i'm sorry i'm not gonna let that motown performance slide on by we're not doing that which one was this oh boy Man, bad day do like a motown performance instead of like actual like soul singers i'm not doing it wait when was this what performance was this it was a few years ago i'll have to look up like who specifically but i know it was like people of color like i don't want to i want to say it might have been soul train the awards, but it was like one of those to where I was like, "What?" Sounds like some J Lo slander. You got to, you got to stay in your lane. If that's not your lane, why would you even accept? Yeah, but maybe you know, maybe the money was good. She and she, might, that and was she before, dated that was probably, Diddy. That was probably before A Rod. Yep. I think A Rod was in the picture when oh. she did it. Oh, so this wasn't that long ago then? It wasn't long ago. Oh. And then well, it was a whole or not. I mean, there's all kinds of things. I just said she's, I didn't say she's on my top five. I just said she's on my honorable mention. I'm still going to pick on you for giving her an honorable mention. I'm sorry. I mean, you all, everyone already said, I just, everyone said everyone else. So I was just putting her (laughs) on my list. You really got to dig through and get, get, shout out. I would like to add, I'd like to add Kelly Clarkson. Oh, wow. (laughs) She's good. You think Kelly Clarkson is better than Jayla? Before J Lo, actually, oh, vocally, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Maybe vocally, yes. Yes, yeah, and she worked, dude. She has talk show, all this. They're different kind of work, but I do they're, think they both different. work hard. Yeah, oh. I mean, I'm not saying they're both talented. Let's just yeah. say, that. yeah, 
like we're really gonna go with j-lo i'm sorry okay i'm not saying she's on the top five i just said she's on the honorable mention list man yeah put that out there hey you hey uh, you hey <laughs> okay so let's go from kelly clarkson to our golf gigging uh song of the week uh this week's artist is uh her name is tiara whack from philadelphia um she's also known as dizzle diz um what she was run by um and reg go ahead and introduce this song y'all are gonna love this song right here it is called peppers and onions and for anybody that's ever been to the south you know that peppers and onions is always slapping The one the people looking up to. Yeah, I tried to reach the sun, but got me stuck to my shoes. Yeah, you got to be the one the people looking up to. Yeah, I tried to reach the sun, but got me stuck to my shoes. I'm only human. I'm not perfect, just a person. Yeah. I'm only human. Sometimes happy, yeah. sometimes nervous. I'm only human. I'm not perfect, just a person. I'm only human. Here long, so forgive me if I get this wrong. I get lost sometimes, literally, I roam. I had to figure certain things out on my own. Make a phone call home to the ones I love. Shit, crazy out here. Hey, you high off drugs to be real, man. I thought about pulling the plug so I can go fly high with the ones above. Yeah, I don't want to be judged, I just want to be me. Even though we buy chains, we just want to be free. That's Tierra Whack. Pretty dope artist, you know. And actually, if you check her Instagram page out, she goes hard. She be rapping over everyone's beats, yep. and and really getting it. And and she has a different vibe, you know, like going through it. And kind of reminds me of like a young Missy. Like you hear like the little mix of the clicking and and just different things there. Yeah. Very creative. Yeah, that's why I like her. Wow, I like it. Nice. Bang it. Bang it. Can't whistle, but I like it. <laughs> a, little, a little summer vibe channel channel the sun yeah Man, let us be outside for this i will play that yes in the backyard Kale. yeah for sure done i gotta fill the pool <laughs> <laughs> so we were kind of hating on each other a little bit with the uh the singers the r&b singers but uh it is now time for hey 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 what we hating on this week and so i'm sure everyone has something to get off their chest or what they're hating on so let's go with barb let me see what you what you you're hating on this week all right so i had to really dig deep and because i've been doing a lot of meditation and just like nothing really bothers me but i will say this does bother me so context I live in the middle of smack dab in the middle of downtown. Okay. So what I'm hating on is dog owners not picking up their dog shit on the sidewalk. I hate it. Who does that? It's gross. And then like, you have to like walk with your, like looking down at the floor all the time. So you don't step in shit when you're like moving and grooving. Like I don't have a car because I live downtown. My job is like barely a mile away. So I walk every day. So why do I have to be like scared that I'm going to get shit on my shoe every damn day trying to get to work? It's ridiculous. So Pick you take, up you, shit. There's no grass around. Make it make sense, people. I don't <laughs> like it. 
<laughs> do you take a second set of shoes with you? Fam, no. I just <laughs> like, like literally look at the ground. Like people are probably like, what's wrong with her? And I'm like, I'm not messing up these. Mm. Like me and KO love our Sorrells. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah, so. it's, it's got like thick treads, so if you do step on it, it's like a whole sitch. Like you gotta, Ooh. you don't want that. You don't want that in your life. So mm. that's what I'm hating on this week. Uh, Ko, what you got? Uh, like Ashley, we're channeling good vibes. The sunshine's coming. Yeah. Good things are in motion. I I will say one thing. Like my life pet peeves in my life are walking into a situation not knowing a lot not that I know a lot of things but like when you're just completely blind to things and one thing for me is cars so I'm already like basic white blonde girl walking into a car shop you already know how it's gonna go but my car it's 10 years old it, there's it's knock on wood it's hanging in there I love it um but I the latch on the trunk broke so of course I was like walking out with groceries and the thing wouldn't open then I got inside and my low tire went off so it was like I, I think my car has like a human vibe. And so when it's annoyed, it's like my dog, Cleo, like when it's annoyed, it's just like, we're just going to run all the bells and whistles. So I brought it in and I sat there for like two and a half hours while they like diagnosed it. And these guys are good. I've been there before, but I was the only person in there. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you can't even fix it. And right I just tell me what it is. And they charge me for two hours of time. And I'm like, even though I don't know what this is, this doesn't feel right. And like, you're just being, it feels shady and they're not shady, but I just, I had a weird vibe. So my through line here is just do the right thing. Even when people don't know, like be a good business. Like if people don't know consulting, I, I don't take advantage of you. Like just be a good person. So, you know, you're putting good vibes out there and that's, that's my piece. Nice. Shug, yeah. what you got? Well, Kind of on the on the you know same vibe of actually, you know, doing right by people. Um, I work for uh, a corporation and we deal with a lot of vendors. And I'm sick and tired of these vendors, man. Like, so we have a, a vendor. They're well known. They do video conferencing, um, person to person, and they also do kind of web conferencing. But if, you know, we have issues and we tell you that something's wrong and we are dropping meetings and something isn't working right and we can tell like there's a huge population of our employees that are having a problem with that, that is your fucking problem. Don't point back to us and say, oh, well, we think it could be this or we think it could be that. So my hate of the week is on shitty ass vendors who don't want to point the finger at themselves to fix a problem. I'm a person about accountability and I'm a person about action. If you are not about either one of those, I'm going to throw you the deuces and I'm going to keep it moving. So to the vendors out here who are fucking around and not doing what you need to do, I'm going to put y'all on notice. And if I have to put your name out there on, on personally, I will. So if you're a vendor listening to this podcast, do right by your clients. Yeah. Amen. Into the accountability. Mm. That's woo. That's it's gotta be that business doesn't work long term if you do that. That's the old way. So it will cycle out. You will lose people. Yes. So I'm hating on all these people that see the sun and want to be gathering still here in Colorado at parks and shit with no mask on. Oh. Hey man, I wanna get out and hang out too. But can we be responsible so we can do this in the right fashion so we can all hang at the end of the summer? This entitledness of saying we're going to open up and everyone making up their own rules and shit. Sit the fuck down. I've, I've had it with that shit. 
You don't have the right to endanger my life. So sit the fuck down. I seen everyone. It was 60 something degrees here in Colorado and all these motherfuckers walking around gathering kids and shit. Now they got to be in school with my kids and shit and sitting in offices and everything. So go put a mask on and and get it together. And then my extra hate is on the media trying to crown these new golfers saying that they're going to compare to Tiger. Well, he's going to be the new Tiger. Stop doing that shit because you're ruining their careers and putting expectations on them that they're not going to keep up. And I know the talking heads out there, more famous than us right now, um, will say that shit and put that out there. But enough's enough. Let let Colin Marikawa do his thing and let him be him. Let Rory be Rory. You know, you guys have put so much on these guys' shoulders to try to take over the Tiger thing. There's was only one Tiger, right? There's only going to be one Jordan, one Kobe, one LeBron. So, and there's a gap in between. And someone will show up and it will be clear who the next person will be. So stop trying to find it. Um, I know Tiger is, is is laid down right now because he's not playing, so you guys don't have anything to talk about, but stop branding that. Let's build these young people up and their brands and do their things and stop comparing them to Tiger. And yeah, that's all grow. I got. Let them grow. Amen. I do have a small follow-up question to your um, people being outside. I recall you saying that people need to say to sit the fuck down, but what if they're sitting the fuck down in the park? Uh, I'm still heated because you ain't got your mask on. If you're sitting with like people were sitting at the picnic table, no mask and they're not in the same family. What's making you mad? Hey man, they're spreading this shit and they just got to stop. Like we all want to be outside. We want to go to restaurant. I haven't been in a restaurant in a year. Like, come on, man. Like let me be great. And I want everyone else to be great too. So sit your ass down and put a mask on so we can all be great together. This great nation we're we're shredding all the bad energy that we had and we got to do it together. So that's that. Amen to teamwork. Yes, indeed. Teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, That's old school. Thank you very much for that. Yep. You got it. I'm I'm an old school motherfucker. I still say that. Is that not cool? I was like, I happen to say that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. that. That's from from elementary school. I remember that shit. Teamwork makes the back. dream work. That's all right. That's though. what's up. I know that's that. I'm right now. There's not a there's not a lot of people out there that are thinking teamwork, and that's what's uh, gotten us into a lot of dumbass situations Ooh. as a people and as a country. Yes. Talk about let's, it. Let's not get started there. So. All right, we're gonna stay. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna go. We're gonna get to the the back nine questions here. And, and uh, e, who are who are the who's our sponsor this week for the back nine questions? Well, I'm glad you asked. You know, um, I am a nerdy gentleman and I know you're nerdy about things. And KL's nerdy about turmeric and tequila and Ashley's nerdy about lashes and everything. So nerdy gentleman uh, wants you to embrace your inner nerd. Are you nerdy by nature? Head over to TheNerdyGentleman.com, the home of the periodic tea for the freshest nerdy gear. Nerdy Gentleman aims to inspire you to embrace your inner nerd. Use promo code ALARMED and save 20% on your order. That is TheNerdyGentleman.com. Nice. And I'm nerdy about golf. So, yeah. 
this section, the back nine, um, we're going to tag team you guys on some questions. Um, it's nine questions and just rapid fire. Just go ahead and, and answer those and uh, we'll go from there. So I'll take the first question. Where would you guys like to go to watch a golf tournament? Uh, well, Beyonce's house. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, are we just yelling it out? What is the flow here? Uh, I mean, you can, let's do, yeah, let's, let's go KO and then Ashley <laughs> okay. and then we'll just keep doing it that way. Yeah. Uh, where would I go watch? Yes. Like in person? Yes. Oh yeah. I, I mean, me and KO, we've already decided we're going to the waste management. There's only one option. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. I have a beer funnel. We'll shoot tequila with. Yeah. Got oh, you. Nice. Hey, practice though. Like I'm rusty. Like I only practice that one time. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, we're, yeah, we can't show up. We got to show up strong. So we'll have a, we'll have a practice. Ash. Right. So no, me and you backyard practice. Get it in. I got you. So uh, what would be your favorite drink? on the course oh tequila on ice for sure so it's strong and then you're not like spilling it if you're moving around a lot but it's strong you're not wasting any i would choose that doing anything though so <laughs> i'm in the same vein i'm a tequila soda if there's one if not fine what's with the tequila that stuff has me acting wild and not feeling good but I'd- You'd be having a great time. I don't know what it does to you. And Chocolate Most Twilight people. loves it. Yeah, Chocolate Twilight does love tequila. I think his I think his blood type is tequila. Yes. Yes. My family then. Family. It's, <laughs> y'all might be related through tequila. I'm, hey, that's what's up. I started drinking it because it's plant-based and honestly it was like the cleanest of alcohols and I was the least hungover. I didn't love tequila at first. Now I do. But that's actually why I started it because it was like the cleanest burn. I like to go like right to the line. So either not drinking or drinking something healthy, we'll go with tequila. Nice. Um, for fashion, would you wear on the course shorts, skorts, or pants? Uh, I would go with the most obnoxious op- option possible. The puff pants, the pulled up socks, probably pink. My bag's pink and I'm not going to be good. So you can, I'll look like a gift shop pro if possible. Then I'll just not be good. And embrace it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm definitely, I mean, I guess a dress wasn't an option because that's usually my jam, but I'll go with a skort. <laughs> with like the bike pants built in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. with, I think I have a lacrosse kilt that has that. You could borrow it. <laughs> hey, come in. <laughs> uh, uh, tell us your favorite uh, female athletes. Or who is your favorite female athlete? Let's just start. Let's just give one and then you can, if you have others, you can honorable mention. Oh my gosh. Um, Oh God. I mean, Serena and Venus, there was a girl, I'm totally drawing a blank that played professional hockey. I had three younger brothers. So I played like a lot of boy sports and she was the goalie for the Tampa Bay lightning. That was a big deal for me. Um, Oh man. There's so many that stand out that aren't like, like lacrosse players, like that are notable. But I mean, I think the two most notable have to be Serena and Venus. Um, Give the lacrosse players their flowers, though. 
Oh, I couldn't even, I can't even think of what their names are right now, but I had like their STX posters on my walls. Uh, and there wasn't even like professional lacrosse, but I'm just trying to think of one, like even like coaches that I, I'm trying to think ones that were actually impactful to me. Um, that really like coach Cyrillic was amazing. And these are like really good athletes, but just good humans that impacted my journey. So I don't know if that counts, but that's what I'm giving you. That counts. Um, me, it's just one, like when I was in high school, like that's when I learned and got good at playing tennis. So it's Serena Williams all day, every day. She is a whole beast, like, Mm -hmm. and still killing it. Who do you know played a serious game while pregnant? Mic drop, nothing else to talk about. Are you, what? Mm -hmm. And she's so strong. Like, I love that lady. And then an honorable mention, when I was younger, I think I was in middle school about to go to high school and I thought I was going to play basketball. And so like Lisa Leslie was like up there. It was like a whole thing for me when I was like, you know, middle school. I gotta say Don Staley too. Um, she mm-hmm. still coaches and like she did, there was a really good documentary on her and she didn't make it to the final four ever. It's been a minute since I watched it, but her, her journey is pretty awesome. She's coaching now and eventually made it blah, blah, blah. She's dope. But, yeah. She's dope. Yeah. She's dope. She's and a, she's a sneakerhead kind of too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, um, oh go God. Ahead. I'm drawing a blank right now, but what is, um, she's African-American and a gymnast and like, she is, Oh, Dominique Amazing. Dawes, Gabby, uh, um, not- no, Simone Biles. Simone Biles. <laughs> Thank you. And she, she called out whoever posted the whole thing with all the greatest athletes on there. She she was the first one to call and be like, excuse me, where's the females? Where are my flowers? And on top of that, she'll be doing tricks that other people can't do to the point where the whole sport's trying to shut her down. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like that, uh, I forget what that woman's name was, but the, the, what, the black woman that... Uh, did ice skating and she did the backflip and they were like, nah, that ain't gonna count. It's that um, all over again. I don't know. You could say the, uh, the ballerina dancer too. I can't remember what her name is. And I just watched her thing. Um, oh God. I, there's so many, I'm drawing so many blanks, sure. but yeah, there's a ton. Even thought, Janet Jackson's a good dancer. So I mean, all these, I, I just feel Whoa. bad. For all, I just feel bad for all these folks feet that y'all talking about, because all these things that these people do is on their feet. Ooh, we, so, Man, Hammer time. Hammer um, time. Favorite. Hammer time. What's your guys's uh, favorite female role model? You know who I'm gonna say? Madonna all day. Uh, controversial out there. Walked away from big paychecks. Nobody does that. Uh, man, there's a lot I could unpack there. But even if you're not a fan of the music, you got to dig into the business person behind the game. And she set a lot of tones early. And she dated some some stars, some studs for sure. She was doing her thing. Prince Rodman, like the young younglings that she did. Yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah it still is. <laughs> hey, my girl. Um, ooh, that's a hard question. Ooh, God. Um, can you repeat the question? Your <laughs> favorite role model. <laughs> that's champagne can i say my mom <laughs> yeah you can yeah, besides sure. family besides fam hey uh oh god it's, okay i guess i would say like michelle obama but it like it kind of comes off like a like a general answer but like she's just like a classy lady her hair is always fire she got like 15 degrees like 
Yeah, she's she's cool, man. Nice. I, I love her. Like it. Yeah, like I like that. Both of them. I mean, great, great answers. Um, so back to feet for a minute, but in a good way. So, um, what is your favorite shoe of all time? That's a oh man, that's really that's like asking my favorite Whitney song. Like what? Um, I'm gonna have to go with my Melody Asani's. These are and these are I don't know if you guys will get this reference, but they're um original. She just signed with Nike there, and she did a deal with uh, Jumpman with Jordan's stuff. But mm-hmm. originally, she was with Re- Reebok, and she did um, three wedge sneakers and it took me three years to get all three pairs and lauren hill had her backup dancer or backup singers wear them and they did a collab with them so anyways melody sonny is this incredible designer that promotes women of color and they do all these really cool collabs her and lauren hill did it uh serena i think was in there awesome designer but those three wedge sneakers are absolutely my most favorite shoes and they took me forever to get nice Ooh, um so mine is not as epic as that can <laughs> I guess mine is like, oof, God. Okay. Uh, my favorite pair that I, th- so like, I'm a shoe person, but I'm not at the same time is what I'm realizing. It's kind of weird. But um, I have these 2007, like, Valentine's Air Forces. Those are my jam. And they're like a satin red. Okay. I haven't seen these. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I pull them out only on Valentine's Day or very, very rarely. Acceptable. (laughs) I know it's sunny out. (laughs) If there's all that crap in the street, you better not. Look. (laughs) And actually, I, um, there's, there's a few more questions on here, but I want to skip to my favorite question. Your favorite Disney character. (laughs) <laughs> she knows i don't watch disney really okay <laughs> it's a whole thing <laughs> that's hilarious Ooh, that's that's really funny um because like you could go like both ways could, can i do like a antagonist and a protagonist sure whatever okay. whatever this is your this is your answer <laughs> So, okay. Ooh, God. Um, I like Jasmine because, you know, she, you know, she wanted to vet out Aladdin was like, who is this? Who is this nigglet trying to like fly up on my curb and shit? Try to say hi to me and shit. What's wrong? (laughs) I'm not a prize to be won is like the phrase of the century. I know that's right. And then my favorite like villain Corella Deville, man, like oh, she's mean to the dogs. Look, That's I'm tough. sorry. Like it has nothing to do with the dogs, but like there's like a oh. scene where like her two like henchmen, like Horace and Jasper, were supposed to like you know like get rid of the dogs and make them into coats and whatnot. Oh no! TV and she literally turns off the TV and slaps the dog shit out of them. Shout out to Corella Deville. You actually <laughs> see this one? Yeah. Oh, girl comedy mm. wow mm. you're on that sea ikes the 1970s it's still hilarious yeah. there's a new one coming out that's being made with um oh, some famous God. actress yeah. you already know, i know and i don't i don't yeah, <laughs> was talking about clubbing people on the court on the on the golf course last week and yeah. now you're talking about slapping people yeah wow. 
Like she did a front slap. Like if y'all have not seen that, go ahead and rewatch. It's fabulous. I know my uncle has seen it enough times to know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh uh, yes. When I was a child, my grandma would let me watch it like on a loop on mm. the main tv in her house and my uncle would be like hey i'm trying to watch some tv and my grandma would be like hey you let her watch that movie yeah, you was, let her watch that it was tough i'm watching arsenio on a on a <laughs> 13 inch screen it's <laughs> the real one yeah oh, i love it so uh thank you guys for that hey any shout outs you guys want to give we're about to wrap up so go ahead and give some shout outs uh ko any shout outs uh, well, I got to give a shout out to the fam, the women before me, my coaches, uh, you guys, fellow my pod family, the podcasts. I, I think it is the way of the future and I love it. And I think it's a big deal. If you think Tumor Cantillo sounds cool, come check out what we have going on. It's a good time. It's yet to be monetized. So it's very raw. It's very real. And we're here to question a better way in general. So uh, I give a shout out to anyone putting good vibes out there and putting their voice out there because what you have to say matters. Barb. Love it. Nice. Um, I want to say shout out to God. God is great. Um, I want to say shout out to my mama because I'm here. Um, shout out to y'all because now because of y'all in this amazing podcast, my shout out to my sister. My sister's highly into golf now and she's like getting really okay. practices all the time. She is dedicated. So shout out to y'all. And, you know, shout out to my business, too. You know, For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. You can find me on Instagram at For Your, the, the number four, at For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Word. Well, I want to shout out my fam bam, my dog Dakota. What's happening? Dakota. Uh, yeah, I want to um, shout out my, my bigger sister. She's a, a good role model for me. I appreciate her. Um. I want to shout out all the homeboys, the 719 boys, the 303 boys, everyone um, that we grew up because we shaped each other and made each other into men. And uh, we're out here just trying to go get it and being responsible and um, just doing good things that way. Um, And hopefully shout out the weather gods that we can get some melt, even though I hear it's about to start snowing. But um, I want to get out and play golf soon. So, Reg, what's your shout outs? I just want to say uh, it's International Women's Month. So I think that everyone should take a moment to, you know, recognize the contributions that women make in our everyday lives. And I just want to thank all the females that are in my life. Thank you for all you do. I want to thank my wife for all that she does. And, you know, power is listening. So I think that that we all can do a better job in trying to listen to one another. And I think that's going to get us closer to resolutions to some of our problems. So I want to give a shout out to all the females out there that are pioneering and, and leading as examples for these young women and um, us men, we need to support that. So that's, that's what I want to shout out. Shout to Kamala Harris for sure. Worse. Hey. Let's yes. do it. Yes. Yes. History. So, uh, thanks Ashley and Kristen for hanging out with us on this side of the green. Right. Um, want to thank the listeners for tuning in. And we will see you on the next episode of Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes. Yeah. yeah. I swear I'm going to rap over this, though. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Hey, man, I'm going to hit it tough on this one day. I'm
I have to dust off my rhymes and get in the booth. Yes, all of that.